Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you guys already know what time it is. You already know it's Friday, man. Welcome to the Basement Friday podcast, sponsored by Anchor.fm. For everybody that don't know, we are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, damn it. <laughs> Just we everywhere. It's yours truly, the one that don't care, Mr. Mr. All Black. Even in my, in my head, Mr. Fongodella Jones in the house. If you do not know, now you know. <laughs> it's your boy, Aaron Fonacetti, back again with another episode of the Basement Friday podcast. And I just want to say, this man, all you're doing, you missed the face paint. You've been dead presidents. We got the remake. I'm just telling you right now, it's 2022. The year's almost finished. But I think we can sneak another remake in there. No, we don't. <laughs> no, we don't. Listen, this is my strong opinion about remakes. Leave the classics alone. Leave them alone. I'm so sick and tired of the new generation. Listen, this is why the new kids don't have nothing original. They don't. They literally doing. They They literally going to. They and I don't know. We ain't gonna. I ain't gonna hold the time on this one. But I'm just gonna. I got told my stress on this one. Kids, y'all are doing TikTok to songs that came out in the 80s. In the 80s. Y'all make it seem like y'all doing something. You know what I'm saying? Doing something new. Y'all doing it to songs that came out years ago. Nothing original. And don't think I ain't see y'all on TikTok doing TikTok dancing to R. Kelly, but he supposed to be passing, right? Okay, let's get this show on the road. I don't want to hear that foolishness today. I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that. What you got for a five-minute rant? First of all, man, my five-minute rant is very deep. I want to uh, say rest in peace to my girl, Shan Quilla Robinson, man. Y'all don't know. This uh, girl from Charlotte, she went on a girl's trip. Well, not even a girl's trip, just a trip in general. Her friends set her up all day. Then they lied to her mother saying they she died from uh, alcohol poison. They broke her neck. You know what I mean? Then everybody video air the video service like you was you could tell she was she didn't fight she wasn't even fighting the girl back, but you can tell it was kind of like in shock the disbelief like you literally flew her from Charlotte to Mexico, like on some like that's why I always say man like be careful who be careful who you call friends nowadays man because some people be real grimy though man some people be real real grimy I'm gonna just say that though definitely gonna say that for sure. Yeah, and that was a sad event because, you know, the mom was on the news. They said everybody loved her. She had a heart of gold. And it's not far-fetched from situations like that where you go and travel to a different country, travel out of state, something happens. And this is just textbook ID channel, even though, you know, the situation is very serious. That's just like one of those situations where it's like you have to be careful. Like Funk said, you got to watch who you call your friends because it's a lot of snakes on that plane. And the fact that y'all all just lied to her mother, just like, yeah, she died from alcohol poison. Y'all all y'all all had that same story. Yeah, the Mexican like, government tried to, the police actually tried to cover it up, say, yeah, we, we don't know what happened. Now she all crazy, bro. Like, that's crazy, bro. Like, she did not wake up knowing, like, today was just going to be her last day. She thought she was just going on a trip to Mexico with her friends. Little does she know she got set up in Mexico. It's a goddamn shame, bro. 
That's a damn shame. Definitely a shame, man. Rest in peace. What we going to do now, we're going to get to this episode. We're going to talk about the man, the myth, the legend, the man of the hour, the man of Billboard. Ladies and gentlemen, Nostradamus, Esco. This man got so many names, don't even make no sense. Just released his third in the trilogy so far, you know, next year. He just released his third album with Hip Boy, King Disease 3. Now, I, I want to I wanna know first before we get into this. Have you heard it? I have. I heard the whole thing. No okay, skips. cool. No skips. <laughs> no All right, skips. cool. <laughs> All right, cool. We get into it. So I just want to think, I just want to know what's your opinion? No skips. When it comes to Nas, we ain't skipping. So what's your opinion from start to finish? As a as what hip hop sounds supposed to sound like, this is what a hip hop album sounds like. Even though I know uh a lot of the album didn't really have a lot of course, he was just like going to, but this is how you know Nas is a MC bar like bar for bar, pound for pound, he's an MC. Like Nas been in the game for almost what 30, 40 years, and this dude is still cutting it like it's nothing. So that's why I said, and then like a lot of a lot of people was like, yo, he because he was talking about the Jay-Z feud, he was talking about a situation with him and Pete Rock. Like he was like Nas is not afraid to address issues. So I was like, hearing this, I was like, yo, my man did his thing. And then it's crazy because like, I understand we just got the Drake and 21 Savage album. And 21 Savage know he was wrong, trying to be like, Nas is irrelevant. He just made good music. Don't be mad because this is what hip hop sounds like. What you and Drake was doing, no disrespect, like that corny stuff. Like, y'all cool with that. I ain't got no beef with Drake or 21 Savage, but you like, you like, just admit that King Disease is, is better than Her Loss. Her Loss is just one of them fanboy type of albums. But anyway, King, like, King Disease is just like start to finish masterpiece. This is what an album supposed to sound like. And it's not, it's not, but before I get to my man, it's not too many rappers in the game that can put a whole album out with no features. That's how you know a, a, a artist is talented, you know, man. Like, so salute to like J Cole because he looks up and Nas. So when you put out an album with no features, that means that's all you. Is 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 words can't words can't words can't say just how how great that album was though. Man, you know, uh, like I would just listen to it from beginning to end, and one thing Nas never fails to do is he's really good at storytelling. Mm -hmm. uh, one thing I really enjoy about Nas is just the fact of him taking you on a journey. You know, like once you listen to his songs, you know, if you really sit there, right? And I, I feel like it's almost like an event where, you know, some artists are just rap where it's like, all right, I'm gonna listen to him while I'm like washing dishes or something like that. But like Nas, like, all right, Nostalgia drop. I gotta sit down for this. I gotta really tune my in ears in to try to hear what this man is saying. And it's like, do different songs put you through different emotions? Like, you know, you got 
uh, 30, right? Mm -hmm. Which is kind of like a song where it's like, all right, I probably listen to this going in the gym. But like out of what all my favorite songs, I really like the song First Time, uh, you know, where he was speaking kind of like in, uh, I'm, I'm, it, I don't know if it's third person, but he was speaking from the perspective of like someone listening to Nas for the first time. Yeah, but I then he, he would step back out and then say he was listening to other artists like Kendrick and how legendary that was for him. So, you know, and I remember that brought me back to when I first listened to Nas and I'm listening to the album. I'm like talking. I'm like, yeah, I mean, when I first listened to Nas, you know, but I, I just want to know, like, that song right there, or any song, what what's some songs that really stood out to you? Like I said, first time was my jump, 30, of course, ton, uh, get light, get light, get light is like a club type of, it's it's not like, it's like a feel good in the car type of vibe, Rory Windows now, you know what I'm saying? So I was like, so them type of Jones right there, I rock with, you know what I mean? But and again, I like the fact that he's he addresses a lot of situations too. You know what I mean? And I'm glad that like Ern said it because like listening to Nas, you can I don't wanna I won't say this is not I won't say it's a good comparison or bad, but he storyteller, he reminds you a lot of Tupac. You know what I mean? Because like Tupac has songs where it's just like the story made sense. If you ever listen to like Brenda's had a baby. That's a crazy story to listen to. A girl throwing a baby in the garbage and all that. It's like, and again, like, uh, I ain't mad at you. Like, just the opening, we was once two niggas of the same kind. Quick to holler at a hoochie with the same, like, you, if, if you a guy, you can relate, because it's like, that's like me and Aaron seeing the same girl, and we trying to holler at her doing the same exact thing. So when you listen to guys like Nas, even Nas, even Nas was legendary enough to spit a song backwards. Not too many rappers can spit a song backwards. You know what I'm saying? So it's 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 his storytelling. You know what I mean? And again, he's not afraid to shed the light on the Jay-Z and Nas beat. Like Jay-Z and Nas are always gonna be linked together. Even though Jay-Z is more popular because he's more out there and Nas is more laid back in the cut, but Nas and Jay-Z are always gonna be linked. Always, because of that. Cause you know it was who supposed to pass, who supposed to take the torch out the biggie died. You know they always gonna be linked together, so he's not afraid to touch on that. You know, of course, Pete Rock, Pete, the whole Pete Rock situation when his first album. You know, so I don't know, man. Like I said, Nas my guy. I don't give nobody say, man. Do, do I support every album he had? No, cause we know that Nas era album was trash. <laughs> trash, but hey. Like, like, no, I said, life is good. <laughs> life is good. Hey, man, I tell you like this, you know, you got songs like Hood to Hood, which sounds like ignorant, you know, from uh, Jay-Z and Beanie, the kind of like melodic key plan. Mm -hmm. And you got songs like Beef, which is one of the most powerful, you know. Again, that storytelling of like how Beef has destroyed so much in our society and why it's the cause of all the hurt and issues that we have. You know, and the thing about this album, you know, you got so many songs, you know, once a man, twice a child, 
you know, again, like Thun, like you said, <laughs> I, I might call Jay-Z up, tell him to say no. <laughs> right, that's what I'm saying, like, like, but they know, like, but they know, like, Nas know, like, Jay, him and Jay-Z ain't gonna beef. They way past that, like, they, they, they do songs together now, like, they've been past that, but it's just the fact that he said, I might call him up and say this ain't no, but it's like, it's like, damn, like, you really go for the AOJ. Yeah, I still got some left in the tank, but <laughs> don't worry. I might make an eat the two on you. You were like, oh shit, oh now it's over for a second. Like, no. you know. Nah, man. I just think like Nas, you know, hip boy, like everybody talks about Kanye. It, it just wasn't it. But when it he found this magic, you know, no pun intended, because him and Hip Boy put out magic. When they found their magic together, you know, the first King disease, it was like all right, cool, cool. It, this is nice, you know. Little did we know, you know, this will become a series. You know, we got King's Disease 2. Where it's like, all right, this is fire. You know, him and Lauren Hill doing his thing. Nobody. King Disease 3. And when it comes to Nas, almost 50 years old, longevity, hip-hop, still sounding better, still sounding hungry. And that's one thing I got from the album, how hungry Nas sounded, but the fact that he didn't need to be, he's established. And that's something that I kind of look at Eminem in the same way, where you have a lot of artists, like, I made it so I can put out scoop-de-whoop, you know, basically. <laughs> but you got artists who say, yo, I love hip-hop so much, I'm going to always put forward my best foot forward. So I want to know, where does it rank in the King's Disease series or any... Of his catalog, um, and the King Disease series, I'm gonna say it's crazy because like all three of them had like a like number one was just a dip like you talking about like Car Twenty Five and like the song he had with Lil Dirt, the Wars one. Like he is, it's hard to rank them though. It really is like I think. And then like and then like the second one, like you said, yeah, Lauren Hill, yeah, Blast, yeah, YG. It's like it's crazy to rank this jump. It just depends on, I guess, on how you want to look at it. Like you want to look at it like good songs and then it's like real hip hop. Is it a good album or real hip hop? Cause it's like if you're looking at it from like bar for bar, just like then you'll probably put this one number one. But if you're looking at like Yo, like this album is like just smooth. Like this something not gonna because this not a this not an album that you gonna just put in your car and just like bump. Like this is like one of them jumps you just really like sit down and just be like if, like if you like thinking if you like in a mood to like write something type. That's what this album is for. But you talking about just like in the car type of vibe? Like I'll probably put on number probably two or maybe yeah. number one first before I go to this one. This one, this album is like a different type of vibe, different type of thing. This this reminds me of like this reminds me of like 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 Illmatic in a sense. Illmatic is like one of them songs you kind of just bump, like certain songs you bump in the car, but every song is more like you just be like, yo, this is you just sitting in your house, you be like, yo, I'm about to you can like write some rhymes in that joint or something or like. Like whatever it is you about to do, you you in the house doing push ups or something. Like you just you just in a different type of mindset, focus. So I think that's what I can't really rank it though. But it's definitely not it's it's not up there with Illmatic. It ain't yeah, up there with Illmatic. You know you you can't beat that. How about Nostradamus? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to pass knowledge down. It's, it's going to. I think. Oh, I think it, you owe me something. Yeah. <laughs> oh, your tax. It's like that. <laughs> but. You can hate me now. I think I think it's gonna uh it's gonna definitely be I don't wanna say number two because when you, I think it's I think you look at you look at like Illmatic, probably Stillmatic, still Illmatic, um probably like Street Disciples. I think those are probably like his top three. And then it was written might be number four. Because you gotta really listen to it was written and kinda like understand it was written because you got this like he go from like mainstream songs like if i rule the world uh you got watch like watch it's like he got a song telling you to watch watch your homies i got power then he did a, a then he got a song Nas is coming which was produced by dr dre that's my joke so you kind of see like Nas was kind of experimenting with it was written and uh what's the other joint he did uh what was the joint right after that Damn, that, hey, it was hey, written. That. Nah, it not it was written. The, the one he did after that with the Dr. Donuts. Nah, what is the jump? The one that hate me now. The jump. Uh, what's that? That was Dr. Donuts. Nah, hate me now is down. Nah, hate me now is on the album right after. Cause you got Illmatic, right? That was Illmatic. It was written and then it, it was, was written like, was ninety six. I am. I am. That's the jump. Oh, I am. That's, yeah, that's yeah. the jump. That's the jump. Yeah. So. That like that song because you can kind of see like oh yeah I am then Nostradamus right so yeah, like yeah. you see like so you see like after you see it after it was written you kind of see like Nostradamus kind of experimenting kind of through so kind that's why a lot of people just like that's eh, good eh, I mean nah bro what you doing like ah, that's when they got the uh, Nostradamus everybody's like all right bro this this ain't it G. what year did I am come out was that 99? 98. 98. Cause the Nostra Drama came out ninety nine, huh? Yeah, cause it was Ring came out I think in ninety six or ninety seven, cause Illmatic came out ninety four. So yeah, yeah. I, I I just think like his whole category catalog is just like you know trying to find a sound. You know he was doing the mainstream thing. I think around ninety nine, look Kim hit the stratosphere, you know, when it came to, like, being mainstream. Mm -hmm. So, like, with that, and you also had, like, another good album, Life is Good. That was, like, 2013. That's a, a sleeper. 2012, that's a sleeper. Yeah, that's a sleeper joint, yo, man. Like, like that album, man, you had someone smash with Miguel. I was thinking about that album the other day. I was actually listening to the album the other day, like, <laughs> Bye Baby and Cherry Wine. And stay like so. I, I was in that joint the other day. That one was sleeper, man. I yeah. I tell you what about the album, man. I remember you know working at Chuck E. Cheese, listening to the album while we was playing table someone on Smash. All <laughs> 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 the time it was April, <laughs> but we was getting ready. I'm telling you, like, and it's like, and it's, even if you look at like like albums that live people probably don't look like Street Disciples. You know, man, when he did moment, when he did moment, you know what I'm saying? Like this man was talking, this man was talking about the Iraq war at the time, you know what I mean? And the man like lived now, like he talking about some like talking about, he talking about his last breath on it, like talking to a respirator. I was like, dog, right. 
it's crazy for you to even talk about stuff like that. You're like, no, you're not even nowhere near that point in your life. But it's a picture of my life be so grim. <laughs> my eyes dilated, respirated in me. I was like, yo, like, I can't even picture that. And I'm only, like I said, I'm only 29. I can't even picture the day I'm just laying in the bed, like, on the machine. I can't picture that. I can't even picture that type of day. But it's going to happen, maybe, eventually. But... You know, like I said, life is good. <laughs> life, is life is good. Good though. You could throw Nas Nasir with Kanye West. You could throw that album track. <laughs> he said this yeah. album never happened. <laughs> this, I'm glad he was just like the real album that's coming out. I was like, yeah, that that album, <laughs> that album was trash though. Like Kanye, Kanye don't fit Nas sound. That's all. That's that's really all it is. He don't fit yeah, Nas. Definitely. Sound. You know, like Nas tell you, man. Some people say he used to pick bad beats. But he picked bad freaks, you know. So, right. That's what happened with uh, Jay Z was trying to experiment with Diddy. That's why Jay Z was just like, "Yeah, nah, I'm good." He went back. <laughs> oh, no, he went back because he tried the whole shiny suit type of flow, and then he's like, "Yeah, Diddy, this shit, this cool for you, but I'm gonna go back to doing what I do best." Because I said, "This ain't gonna work. This ain't gonna work for me, bro." That's what they, that's what certain things don't work for everybody. So that's all. Never hurts to try, though. You know, you never know. I mean, mm-hmm. you got to experiment. That's how we end up with Hip Boy and Nas, and there we go. We can talk about the king of experiment himself, Michael Jackson. Yep. <laughs> Michael Jackson's trying 85 different sounds, and, like, all of them wasn't great, but, hey, he mastered a lot of them, so I can give him props, though. Shoot. I mean, him and Teddy Riley on that New Jack Swing. Yeah, mm-hmm. Dangerous came out. That's what I'm saying. This man go from emotional to New Jack Swing. I was like, you would never know what to do with New Jack Swing. Devil. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, the 90s was a complicated time, though. Cats was doing R&B. They can't start doing New Jack Swing. You just like, <laughs> they like, well, okay. You switching up the game for real, huh? Man, what a time, man. Definitely, what a time. But I, I just, you know, we talk about Nas. We talk about Michael Jackson. Uh, Jay-Z, all these artists. What would you say makes your favorite artist your favorite? Uh, Definitely content. Like, I just can't, I can't listen to a lot of rappers. I don't can't listen to a rapper, what male or female, that just talks about nothing. Like, I can't. Not in this day and age. Now, when I was, when I was young, yeah, maybe. But now when I'm older, like, subject. You know what I mean? That's why the rappers that a lot of these teenagers may find boring, that's who I listen to. I listen to J. Cole. His last, the fact that his last album kind of went under the radar was crazy. But I listen to J. Cole. I listen to, I listen to, I listen to old Drake. New Drake, I can't get with. But Kenny Lamar, I, li- I listen to, I listen to, every time Nas put an album out, I'm, I'm going to listen to it. Make sure. You know, man, I listen to like grown and sexy R&B. I know that shit's boring to y'all, but I listen to that because it's it's subject matter. These are people that I grew up with who still talking about they want to marry a girl type of thing. So that's why that's why I listen to the music that y'all don't like. It resonates with me. But you know, you got they got to understand. I'm from a different time period than a lot of the new generation. Like no disrespect, but before I pass the mic, my man Aaron, my little cousin, and again, I, I I I almost lost it. My little cousin said she like ice spice. I almost I almost lost it. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> I almost lost it. But I was like, you know what? I can't get mad at her. 
because this is her. That's her time of music. I can't get mad at it. I don't want that ass. But I want to ask why. But you know, <laughs> you thought I was telling you. <laughs> but she, but she, but this is what she told me. If I give you the mic, she said like nowadays people don't listen to songs with she. The she said nowadays kids don't listen to songs. Uh, like five minutes, three, four, five minute songs talking about stuff. And I said, you know what's crazy? You are absolutely right. Because kids nowadays don't focus on lyrics. If it's something catchy, they cool. That's all they need. They don't focus on like, yo, they spitting. Nope. Yeah. They don't focus on that. They just focus on like catchy one liners. I right, bet. Boom. You think I'm feeling you? And it's a much. That's it. <laughs> don't know why, no, female know the word to that song. But I get that one chorus, that's all they like. That's it. I tell you like this, you know, before I uh, answer that question, it, it's just interesting how, like, you know, once you really listen to, like, the younger generation, you start to understand. Because we could sit up here and be like, oh, y'all music trash, da da da, da mm -hmm. I don't get it. But it's like, once you really talk to them, you're like, you know what? I get it. Y'all can have y'all thing. Because every generation before thinks the next generation's music is trash. Oh, of course. You know, it's people who think H2 to Izzo, oh, that song's trash. That's not like our music. So it's just like understanding that, you learn to accept people and let them be. It's like, all right, y'all can have your Ice Spices and your and your 21 Savages, you know. We we got our Nas, you know, we got our Jays, you got our Coles, you got Kendricks and more artists like that. But you gotta let people be who they are. Cause back in the day, we was listening to Yin Yang Twins and Freddie Ray. First of all, yo, our parents hate it. You talking about leave with it, rock with it. Like, shake that left and Like, our parents hated that stuff. But they, but they realized that was our music back then. So the boy up in Hey, man, you could not tell. And we were listening to Soldier Boy, bro. We were listening to D4L. So right. I, I, we was, you know, da da da, every five minutes dancing. <laughs> so I let the kids have their thing. Right, I'm not. That's why I don't be mad at them. I was like, that's their music. That's what they. That's what their their flow. I can't get mad at what they like nowadays. I just when she said Ice Spice, though, I kind of that that just threw me off to a world. <laughs> I was like, out of all now, she had said like Glow really. I would have been like, okay. I mean, I had my. If ups and downs about her, but you know, it is what it is. You know, y'all can criticize me on the show y'all want to, but that's cool. But I'm gonna let my man Aaron get back on the mic though. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna let him do what he do on that one. I, I'll tell you like this to answer my question. Uh yeah, like you know, I, I what makes my artists just content, you know, what, what do they have to say? You know, mm -hmm. basically, like you said, um, I give you some of my top favorites, like Nas, for example. You know, Nas, the power of storytelling to really make you think, to really make you observe life from his point of view. I wasn't born in the 70s. I wasn't alive in the 80s. But for some reason, I know what it's like because I listen to Nas. So I have that semblance of if I was in Nas shoes, he painted the picture so well that it feels like you were almost there going mm. through his life experiences. Like, you know, Rick Ross, you know, I listen to Ross because it's like luxury rap where I listen to him. Like, you make you feel like you already got, like, 100 million in the bank. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I do. You, you, you got, like, old Drake. You know, I listen to old Drake. Uh, You know, 
because that was a time in my life, you know, when coming up in high school with the homies, you know. Man, I, we, we would drink, we would drink, drink in the weekend. <laughs> yeah. I remember it was Drake in the weekend. You know, I listened to Cole because he was this upcoming artist I heard on DJs Enough. You know, him and XV was trying to get their shine. So I just enjoyed the progress that he made. And it's like Kanye, I followed his whole career, you know. This young kid, you know, listen to this guy who and now he out here, you know, doing whatever he's doing, you know, fighting Adidas. But <laughs> I'm, I'm going to just tell you like that, you know, there's just some examples, you know, like Kendrick, you know, Kendrick, another kid I heard early on and became one of the biggest hip hop artists of all time, getting praise from legends and same thing. But just to wrap that up. Just listen to an artist. One of my favorite things, like we could say Kendrick Cole and a couple of other people coming up, how special it was to like see somebody start and see somebody start to take their throne, so to speak. The thing about it is I got an artist that a lot of people, and I, I, I agree with a lot of people that you said, you know what I mean? Because different moves, different times. I know like, like Rick Ross, for example, like like especially old Ross, like pushing to the limit and hustling. Like and again, Ace Hood, Ace Hood made you want to hustle. Yep. Just because all his songs sound like you just be like, man, I gotta go get this money today. <laughs> That's how his songs made you feel. But it's like it's one artist that I know a lot of people seem to have sleep slept on so crazy. But again, like he reminds me of like what Southern Scarface eight ball sound, and that's Big Crick. Yeah, nobody. A lot of people sleep on on Big Crick. Yeah, because like Big Crick, Big Crick came out when J Cole and it was out too. Yeah, but a lot of people, because again, like Big Crick is not so mainstream. He reminds if you if you are a fan of like Scarface, like myself and Eight Ball and UGK, that's what Big Crick sounds like. You know what I'm saying? So I like I do respect artists who still be trying to keep push that traditional. Uh, 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 that traditional sound, like again, like I said, I, I was just like I was a big Ti fan. Ti first came out. Everybody like Ludacris when he first came out. Yeah, Young Jeezy made you feel like he was a drug dealer when you came out. Everything was always about pushing white Gucci man. Y'all, y'all listen to Gucci man. We all understand when, when Gucci first came out, we couldn't even understand what Gucci was saying. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But I mean, different, different, different artists put you in a, in a different mood for a different reason. You know what I mean? Always got you got you got your ratchet artists too. You know your three six mafia, <laughs> ready to shut the club up type of thing. But you know, yeah, I mean you you got people from the south. You know Paul Wall. You know somebody who you know when the south was taking over, like. I, I don't, you know, smoke, but you got Wiz Khalifa, you got Currency. I remember I used to collect all of his mixtapes. You know, Currency is one of my favorite artists, still consistently making hits to this day. But, you know, as far as my end, I'll just say like this. I mean, there's another artist who's just like special. Um, You know, you got like artists who make you want to like collect their music you know back when like all everybody was on the internet you had the blog era and oh this artist drop and you stop everything you're doing you hop on that piff to like listen to this stuff man it's somebody who's been consistent somebody that's one thing consistency somebody who's been consistent just uh i would say 
with a solid fan base, and that's Lil B oh. Bass Guy. Oh, God. <laughs> Lil B Bass Guy. <laughs> Task Force. Oh, no. <laughs> bandana gang. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> you got anything else you want to tell people before we get head up out of here? Yeah, we're going to skip that part. <laughs> we're going to skip that part. But it's so many artists that you can look at, especially with the new school generation. Like, I promise that when Blueface came out, people don't know. First of all, Blueface is he from, he from the West Coast, Cali, right? If you look at Blueface style and you look at somebody who did what Blueface is doing, it just proves that Blueface can't rap. Because yeah. if you ever look, if you ever listen to E40, E40, he raps just like E40, but E40 actually can rap. E40 be, E40 be faster than the beat sometimes. For real, E40 be just, just be, he be rapping faster than the beat, but E40 can rap. Then you, you look at, you look at Blueface, then you look at Too Short. Too, the, beat is, the beat is way faster than Too Short. Too Short, mama's in the kitchen getting high. <laughs> like, like, Too Short raps slow as hell, but you know, but I say like different. Like I said I respect. I just respect the game of hip hop, though. Like ladies, like guys, like ladies, males, females. I respect the game. You know what I mean? I respect a lot of people that just that perfect their craft. Whether it's East Coast music, West Coast music, Southern rap. You know, Eminem depends on what type of mood you're in. If you feel like doing, if you feel like a certain type of thing, then sure. Like, hell, I'll even bump, I'll even bump Nelly. And we all know Nelly wasn't the greatest rapper, <laughs> but hey, anytime, anytime country grandma come on, that song gets fire. <laughs> time, yeah. Anytime country grandma come on, or batter up, come on. And <laughs> so you just had to be there. <laughs> hey man, you had to be there with Nelly. I, I just want to tell people, you know, before we head up out here, man, I just want to, you know, since we on the hip hop, you know, you guys heard about Migos. This was about a couple weeks right. ago, actually. You know, rest in peace, you know, take off. You know, somebody who, along with Quavo, along with Offset, were just, you know, pioneering that Southern, putting their imprint in the Southern hip-hop game and making a name. All family just, you know, putting their artistry out there. And you even heard, you know, some people saying, oh, I want to be like Migos. So, I just want to say, rest in peace, you know. Where the Migos go from here, I don't know. I, I I can't wait to see, you know, what happens after that, but my condolences. I definitely say, you know, and for this is my, that was say my last touch. As far as that, um, it's always going to be in the back of Quavo's mind. Because let's be real, Quavo does have to take accountability to the fact that this all popped off because of you. And it's not me being harsh. That's just me being real. Like, this was a calm, this was an argument between you and somebody else. It wasn't like you were just there. But no, it was a an argument that you had. So yeah, you're gonna, it's gonna, it's always gonna be in the back of your mind. Like, I should have handled this differently. But I also say as far as with amigos gonna move forward, like whatever is falling out that Quavo and also had. They gotta put. They gonna put that aside. Yeah. Due to this situation, they gonna put whatever they had going on. That animosity. They be like, look, we family. At the end of the day, we look, whatever that was, we lost our brother, man. But that don't mean we, uh, we about. They about to come closer just because they, they lost. They lost their family, man. Straight up. 
Absolutely, man. Well, it's your boy Aaron Fornicetti. Yo, it's your Mr. Farmer Deli Jones. And if you ain't pick up that Nas King Disease 3, I advise you to do so. We are out here. Peace.